number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. We are, as always, sponsored by Kaiba Corp. I am your host, Argyle, and this is where the magic happens. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Sarah, also known as Pandora's BDSM. The B stands for Buzzsaw, the Duel stands for Dark Energy Disc, but the S and the M still stands for Satanism and Masochism as usual. <laughs> Hi, um, this is Yukio. Um, this is going to be a wild one, I feel. Oh, yeah. Uh, this week we've got not just one, but two very special guests. Please introduce yourselves because I, I'll be honest, I don't know your names or voices yet. So please. Oh my god, that's okay. <laughs> uh, we don't have we don't have fun nicknames. I'm just Emily, and I'm Sally, and we are hopping over here from our Wheel of Time podcast. Everybody hates Rand. Not so. the only Wheel of Time podcast. Yeah. <laughs> there are many. Yeah, we are Legion. We're the so. best. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you for for okay. Well, well, first, first as introduction and and as to maybe a hint as to why that uh, I asked you guys to come on. Can you please uh, tell our listeners your experience with Yu-Gi-Oh? You go first. Um, it's basically none. I know that it's a card game, and until I met Sarah, I did not know it was a show. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, no, no schema at all, pretty much. So, um, when I was seven, my cousins played the card game and I think also watched the show, but I just sort of lumped it in together with Pokemon in terms of things I didn't understand and wasn't allowed to understand because I was a girl and we didn't really do that stuff in my house. So, yep, here we are. Had no idea what was happening. This is a Christian household. We don't worship any Egyptian gods. That was pretty much the sentiment, so (laughs) come at me. Um, Yeah, I just, I scoured my brain for like, who do I possibly know who would have no context of watching these particular episodes? That's Um, us. Hey, hey, just a second, just a second. Um, So what if instead of Slifer, Obelisk, and Ra, it was the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? (laughs) So, but which is which? So, is Ra the father? Uh, Probably yes. Slifer no, is. I think Obelisk is the father because Obelisk of the three god cards is the daddy. Okay. I Slifer- do know what you're talking about, actually, because those cards came up in the episodes a lot. Yeah. They, they were in the episode, and Slifer is the son because he's the card owned by my son Yami. But then- no, Ra is the son because he's the sun god. Shit! Fuck! I fucked up! Fuck! Fuck! (laughs) Shit! (laughs) Okay, yeah. And Cypher's the Holy Spirit. Got it! Um, Yeah, let's talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! Let's attempt to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, so this is where we are discussing uh, Season 2, Episodes 11, 12, and 13 of Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! 
Y'all really, uh, well, you <laughs> fucked up my Netflix algorithms, that's for sure. Oh, God. That's fine. <laughs> you, it's like, you, you watched Yu-Gi-Oh, you might like every other anime. It's like, well, <laughs> theoretically, yeah. Wrong. 20%, <laughs> I mean, give or take. I mean, you gotta roll with it. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, but this is your life now. Okay. Honestly, like I did watch it. I was, and then Emily left immediately afterwards, and I was really tempted to just start watching Yu Gi Oh (laughs) and doing that all day. But as previously mentioned, I was pretty cracked out on Cody Carcerup, so I was like, maybe I'm not going to do this. I wish I had. That sounds like a really intense experience. You should have done it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what Sally's kind of coked out uh, head state was during Yu-Gi-Oh. I was completely sober, but nonetheless very confused. Yeah. <laughs> this that is was... your brain. And this That's is your fair. brain on Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um yeah, so oh yeah, for for us for for anime for sub people, it was episode 60, 61, and uh 60, the number that comes after 61, 62. Uh episode 60 is called Dark Magician User Pandora. That's the name that I call him, but for confusion's sake, we'll just call him Arcana throughout the episode. Because it's a better okay. name. And uh in English, the dub, the episode title is Master Magicians Part One. He sure yeah. is, dude. Um, what did you guys think of these episodes? Oh, you mean us? In general. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, 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 Argyle, what did you think of these episodes? I think this is a, a really excellent set of episodes. Uh, a lot of, like, like, magic play at play. Like, there's a lot of twists and turns and, and stuff. I, I think it's a really interesting duel to watch. Like, yeah, it's not I, just kind of plain. I was, like, fucking living my best life throughout these episodes because Arcana is voiced by fucking Dio in the sub, and I got to hear Dio dueling for, like, three whole episodes, and oh, it was it was lit. It was fucking lit. Um, <laughs> like, he just, he's got the best fucking laugh. Uh, and, and, oh my god. I, I, it's just really good. Um, um, so I, yeah, have we, a, <clears throat> I have a quick question, a, a query, if you will. Uh-huh. Um, how come sometimes Yu-Gi-Oh! sounds like a nine-year-old girl and sometimes sounds like a 50-year-old black man? But. <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing. Um, <laughs> you, I don't think see, his name you, is Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> you, you know that. You, you know that big necklace that he wears around his. Yeah, neck? the Illuminati necklace. The puzzle thing. The, yeah. the Millennium yeah. Puzzle. Um, nice. So that is a, a magical ancient Egyptian artifact, which uh, contains the spirit of an ancient pharaoh who is really good at playing games, uh, and so whenever t- things get intense that pharaoh takes over yuki's body okay wait but sometimes his body was animated differently like sometimes he looked more kid-like and sometimes yeah so is there whenever... a physical transformation or that's just for us there is viewers? yes there, oh, there is okay. it's i mean i'm sure it could just be for anything. the viewers but i like to think there's a physical transformation as well he doesn't bulk up he just gets taller which is interesting <laughs> he just vertically. Yeah, I did like his suit though. That's oh yeah, that was a, I had about that. That was a fly suit. Yeah, I thought he looked pretty lit. Um, 
Anyway, end of question. Sorry, just was that was a point of confusion for me. Yeah, I mean, that's really kind of one of the core points of Yu-Gi-Oh! that I could feel it would be very confusing to not know watching this. Uh, so I'm glad we cleared that up. Okay. Um, yeah, so the, the these sort of episodes start out with some guy beating up another guy in an alley and, like, shouting at him. And then, like, a small gremlin with a whistle steps in and is like, you gotta follow the rules of the dueling. Um, it, it's Mokubo's Mokubo. Here. Yes, the duel commissioner is here. And he's um, here to stop the guy from cheating. Is he he's... really the duel commissioner? He's, like, nine. That's his official title. Okay, yes. cool. Good cool. for him. Yeah, good for him. I love a prodigy. <laughs> well, his big brother is running the tournament. So. Oh, so there's some nepotism involved. Yeah, there is. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, he does uh, a good job and, as the commissioner. And speaking of his I'm big brother, of um, whenever Mukaba is like, you gotta follow the rules or else, like, the guy is like, yeah, and what do you do? And then uh, who comes along but Mukuba's older brother, Sato Kaiba, and is like, don't fucking bully my brother. Uh, I, I challenge you to- I have very little patience for bullies. Thematic <laughs> <laughs> following on from the last episode. Um, yeah, so Kaiba challenges the rule breaker guy to a duel. Um, and, and he drops in- his whole suitcase full of rare cards. <laughs> yeah. Because he's like, like, okay, your deck is trash. There's no way you could even hope to challenge me. So here's a bunch of powerful rare cards. So you can actually like have a decent deck. Yeah. And the guy kind of goes like apeshit and just like gobbles up all the cards in the briefcase to make an amazing deck. Um, which of course gets absolutely destroyed by the father of dueling, Obelisk the Tormentor. What does it do? I mean, he just, a lot? It, we, it, it all happens off screen. Like, Kaiba oh. just starts yelling about Obelisk, and then it, 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 it appeared out. over the city, weirdly. It's very Greek yeah. in that way, like Greek theater. Oh, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the, the camera just zooms out, and we see, like, an overhead shot of the alleyway, and, like, blue lightning, and light is just flashing out of it, and the guy is screaming. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, he, maybe? Well, no. not in. If I feel like in in the in the sub, he might have died. But in four kids, four kids can't. No, he didn't die for you guys. Might have died for oh, me. Okay. Um. Gotcha. So yeah, is dueling like a fatal sport? Is like murder involved? So these are su- <laughs> these are supposed to be holograms, like, but they do do like actual damage to the people somehow. Like when someone's life points get taken away. Is that like an actual physical thing happening, or it's like a symbolic? Like once you're down to zero life points, you just lose. Um, normally, uh, it's just a game. Like it just, it's just oh, okay. a way. It's just, your, it's your score basically. Okay. Um, okay. but when like magic starts getting involved, or like BDSM starts getting involved, then that's kind of when Ex- like rewind, rewind. <laughs> you guys watch the episodes, right? When BDSM yeah. gets involved. Well, when they get like tied down to a table and like a dark energy disc starts going at them, that may or may not be a buzzsaw. um, Yeah, the version I want. Sexual. Yeah. Um, The more the plot, the more like the more intense the duel, the more intense the monster effects are. Like even Mm -hmm. if magic's not technically involved, they'll just like there's still like wind and people will like get launched by monsters and stuff. It's 
weird. Okay. Yeah, there's quite like a blurred line between like what's technology and what's magic. Like it's it's one of those things in any case. We're never quite sure which one I feel. Um, especially not with like obelisk and stuff. Gotcha. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, moving on with the episode, like, uh, so yeah, Obelisk get, appears over the city, uh, and then Kaiba is like, right, killed one guy, let's go looking for some other guys to take out. Uh, no one he... messes with my little brother. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a bro. Um, and then we cut to this, like, strange hooded figure, um, who is Marek. Uh, and Marek is like, daddy's here, I detected Obelisk in the city. Um, and has a kind of thing here. Um, we get like a flashback to like his backstory. I don't know if you guys got this. Yeah, um, where he like dug into the tomb of somebody and like got a card. And then his sister was there and she was like, how the fuck dare you? And he was like, how the fuck dare you? And that was what I got from that. <laughs> yep, that's exactly the same as what I have in my notes pretty much. Like, okay. Um, there is some other exposition, which doesn't really matter, to be honest. Um, and then Marek is like, right, get Pandora the Illusionist ready to duel. We're going to take down Yugi. Dispatch um, Arcana. That's the one. Um, we have a brief cut to the hospital where Honda and Shizuka Tristan. are, or Tristan and Serenity are. Serenity. Yes. Uh, this never comes up again. We also cut to like Yugi's friends wandering well, around wait, the city. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 then, no. Doesn't Look, it? They- they have a little bit of a discussion. Um, oh. So, like, Tristan's about to leave to go and watch the tournament, and Serenity uh, makes him promise that the day she gets her bandages off, he will take her uh, into the city so that the first thing she sees is Joey dueling when she gets her bandages off. Oh, I don't remember this. What's her cool. relation to Joey? Are they boyfriend, girlfriend? What's they're, the. They're siblings. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, and Tristan's a fucking... Never mind. Don't, don't worry about it. He's very pointy, um, is what he yeah, is. Yeah, he was pointy. That was my impression. I'm kind of useless. Um, yep, you pretty much got it. For, for, I, didn't, for I didn't know just... if that was a controversial opinion based on the three episodes. <laughs> just no, no, that's, that's one of the coldest takes there is about Yu-Gi-Oh! Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so then we, we cut to uh, back to Domino City and like Yami and Yugi are there. Oh yeah, for some clarification for our guests, uh, Yugi, we got the little boy is Yugi. Okay. And then like the slightly taller teen is Yami. How does the O factor in? Uh, o means king and the word Yugi means games. So Yu-Gi-Oh means king of games. Okay, what in the fuck? I thought you were going to be like, it's just O for delight or surprise. Like, Yugi yeah, O. Sexy. Yeah, Yugi O. But no, it actually has meaning. What the fuck? I'm sorry that I well, it's it. it's like uh, Jackie O. It's Yugi Onassis, is what it's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, his fashion is pretty on point. I'll mm-hmm. give him that. Jackie Onassis of Battle City. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, Yugi and other Yugi, okay, Yami, are... Okay, actually, you guys probably got something different in the dub, but for me, they're, like, having a conversation about Joey and how, like, no, how much they're, they're both... About, why, why do you just assume that they're not doing that in the I dub? Just, I just always assume that if there's a deep character moment, that you guys don't get it. No, we get emotions. We just don't get guns. 
Jeez. You have guns? <laughs> yeah, we have guns. Damn. Yeah, so okay. anytime a, a gun shows up in the sub, they replaced it with pointer fingers in the four kids thing. So they're oh just my God. pointing at people instead of threatening to shoot them. What? <laughs> that didn't happen in this particular set of episodes, but I mean, okay, you know, wild. They some like, like they censored every instance of a weapon. Okay, yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Um, which is why, like, for us, th- these have like these episodes have buzz saws in them that are going to chop off your legs and like cripple you. Whereas in you guys, it's I dark energy discs that don't do things. I'm not quite. They sure were going to sell is. your soul to the send your soul to the shadow realm or something, and I was like, is that yes. a metaphor for death? What What does that mean? Yes. Oh <laughs> yeah, cool. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so uh, in the episode, uh, Yami and Yugi are having a conversation about Joey and how much they are looking forward to, like, dealing him for his red-eyes black dragon. Um, Yami mentions, like, oh, well, whoever wins or loses this duel, it sure will be one to remember. Uh, then Yugi says something about, oh, yeah, like, oh, I, I always remember playing games with my granddad as a kid. And then starts looking really awkward because he remembers that Yami doesn't have any memories. Um and um, which is very funny to me but that I mean, kind we, of we don't get that I don't think. what do you get no i mean we do get the discussion about yugi and joey we just don't get the thing about him remembering playing games with grandpa okay um but yeah it's funny because like just yeah yugi looks so awkward um for like a second but then like the next second uh there's a fucking clown yeah, yeah there's a jester in the park just hanging out it was deeply disturbing yeah, I didn't he like just it. follows the clown just vaulted me back to 2016. Was that the summer of the clowns? I don't know. Yeah, a circus tent <laughs> that's nearby. Didn't the Bim Bam TV show come out? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, God. The clown box. I hated that <laughs> so much. <laughs> I mean, we, the clown box is in these episodes because, like, Yugi walks off following the clown. The clown goes gets into, into a, a box. box. Oh, oh my yeah. god. You're right. This is the hottest take about Yu-Gi-Oh. Griffin McElroy watched this episode <laughs> of Yu-Gi-Oh. This episode of Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah, the clown just like emerges from the box, beckons, and like an absolute fucking idiot, Yugi just walks into the clown box and disappeared. Um yeah, Tay and Gramps yeah. uh, see see this happen. Like they follow Yugi into the tent, and he walks into the box, and the box collapses, and he's just he's gone. Uh. Yeah. So now we know what would have happened to Griffin in the Mabim Bam TV show had he gone mm-hmm. into the Klein box. It would have fallen. Or wait, he did. Go- That's where he went. Oh no! I bet he got his legs chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad to think about. Rest in pieces, my friend. <laughs> as soon as um, this happened, uh, the the Kaiba Corp like tournament dual disc tracking system loses the signal from Yugi's dual disc, so they they don't know where he is either. And so yeah. then that that one guy, what's his name, Seto Seto, he's like, I gotta find him, and I was like, what's their relationship that he's so obsessed with finding? Like, are they rivals? Is this a Sasuke Naruto situation? What's the dealio? Yeah, yes. all of those. Okay, copy. I'm so good at um, context clues. <laughs> you're very good. You're very like, good. You, you got it. Um, 
Yeah, so we cut to a second clown box, which is inside some kind of office. Uh, and Yami just like walks out of it. Uh, in front of him, right in front of him, he sees like a computer, which is displaying like his stats. It's like, oh, a level eight. Rare card is Dark Magician. Um, the Dark Magician on the screen starts like glowing menacingly, then like fucking comes to life, climbs out of the screen, uh, and like challenges Yami to duel his master. Um, it's fun. It's fun times. Um, I do want to point out that this, this Dark Magician is like a different color scheme and race <laughs> to the normal Dark Magician um, that Yugi uses. Um, which, like, fucking, like, um, and then his, uh, after he challenges Yugi, his, like, master, who is Arcana, walks out of the shadows. Um, this character is one of the worst designed things I've ever seen, or best, depending (laughs) on how you look at it. I don't really like looking at him. No, like I think I didn't like listening to him. He had a like evil laugh every few seconds. That really pitched voice. Yeah, really screwed with my eardrums. I got, I got, I got. Guys, I can't. I just, I, I don't want to brag, but I got to listen to Dio, and it's, it's, (laughs) uh, it's, it's so good. His voice is so good. Just, just not to be all you know pro sub here, but it's it's fucking Dio. I'll give um, you that one. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Dio from JoJo's. Literally, Bizarre no Adventure. idea. No idea what okay. you're talking about. He's just—he's a man with a very good voice. Okay. Um, the, uh, for me, he was good to listen to. Um, yeah, so he's wearing this kind of weird mask that's all stripes and it like curves down and like a huge bow tie and just all pointy stuff and probably a top hat. Does he have a top hat? I can't. He does remember. have a top hat. Yeah. So. Um, and a just, red suit. Yeah. Yeah. And, like some um, hip pads that are really doing fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have like pointy. a conversation about uh, magicians. They're like, "Oh, I, I hear you are famous for using the dark magician. Well, I'm the true master of magicians," uh, and some stuff like this. Um, Arcana then says something about how this like office space is way too small for them to have a du- duel, and then yeah. just fucking like cask of a Montadeo's the kid. <laughs> He's just like, come into the basement, Yugi. I have a special arena yeah. prepared for us to duel in. And want to point out that this is at least the third time on this show that this has happened to Yugi, oh where God. someone's been like, come into my basement. There's games, and he's just yeah. He's like the child in the beginning of It, that movie, who just follows the clown into the gutter. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. That's exactly him. That's he just his loves character. games. If the clown in the gutter had games, then yeah. <laughs> hey, kid, you want some games? <laughs> That's you. Damn. Um, uh, obviously, whoever wins this duel will win the other's Dark Magician. So the, the whole goal of this is to disarm Yugi of his most powerful card. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they go down into a special room which, you know, in the dub, because the guy's called Pandora, is called Pandora's Room. Um, oh, you know, that, that famous thing, Pandora's Room. <laughs> yeah, Pandora's, you know, Pan- y'all know Pandora's Room? It had all the bad stuff in the world in it. Um, there's actually, I'm, 
this is something I'm assuming you guys don't get in the dub, but there is like a short sequence that like explains the myth of Pandora's box. Yeah, we oh. don't get that. Yeah, okay, no, yeah, I- yeah. And this, like, he's just like, oh, yeah, and this is my, this is where I keep, I fucking don't know. I, it, don't worry about it. Um, yeah, so there's like a circular kind of pit in the middle, um, which has a table uh, in the middle of it. Um, so they, they like meet at the table to shuffle their cards. Uh, and there's a really fucking funny line where um, they're shuffling their cards and Yami's like, you know, um, doing shotgun shuffle can damage your cards. You shouldn't do that. Oh, we don't get that. Yeah. Uh, they, they do shuffle their cards and Arcana's like, you know, there's an old saying among high rollers and card sharks. Always trust your opponents, but only after you've cut their deck. Uh, and Yami says, here's another saying, never trust a masked man. <laughs> Okay. Um, fucking Kenny Rogers, the gambler over here. Yes. Um, so the deal starts. Um, uh, Arcana is like, enjoy the, this nightmarish escape show. And then the like fucking floor of the circle pit like retreats and they get taken back and their ankles get locked into manacles against the walls. Uh, and then two fucking circular saws come out of the other side of the walls of this pit and start fucking spinning. Um, we're not just playing for what's inside your deck. We're playing for what's inside your mind. Uh, and the, the dark energy discs uh, pop out. And the thing about these discs is that just even a single touch will send your mind to the shadow realm forever. Uh, and the lower your life points get, the closer the dark energy discs get to your ankles. The, the, the lines that I have are, uh, this is verbatim from the episode, Yugi says, oh, I see, as our life points fall towards zero, the buzzsaws come closer. Uh, and Arcana says, that's right, the loser gets chopped up in this game. Um, <laughs> okay. So it'd be like that. Um, there's also a thing where there's a box in between their feet. Oh yeah, this is where the whole Pandora's box thing comes in. Because um, uh, like a box comes in, and there's like it's like oh the key to the box is in the key to your manacles is inside this box, and then the sequence thing. the sequence just... is like oh this is what Pandora's box in, and after all the bad things that happened, the last thing in the box was hope, and you know that's what the key is. Like, do you get it? Oh my god, mm. I've never heard of metaphors before, so yeah, I don't there's know. A, there's, I don't a, there's a counter on the box that just says your opponent's life points. When it gets to zero, it opens, and you get the key, and you can unlock yourself. Yeah, um, we also get a fun, like, little piece of dialogue where Yami basically says, "Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Do you think that this is fun?" Um, and Arcana yes. is just like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it. I like it. This is what I like to do." Gross. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, they they draw their first hands, and Arcana already has his dark magician. And then uh, we go into his head, and he reveals that he trimmed the edges of certain cards of his, so that whenever his deck was cut, the dark magician would fall on top. Yeah, I can tell you that this sleight of hand card trick is called the stripper. <gasps> oh, really? thank you for that info. No, that that's that that that's dialogue that I got. He's oh. like, I use the stripper to oh. cheat. Sarah, I thought um, you just knew so much about magic. <laughs> 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 I was about to be really excited. <laughs> yeah, uh, where's that the the masked magician from that uh, behind the magic show? He needs to explain all this shit to me. I don't understand any of it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so like Yami realizes that this guy probably cheated and like does some card shit that makes him discard all his cards. Um, and 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 then I haven't really got down really anything that actually happens in the jewel here because I never do. Um, he summons his dark magician. Yeah, the the episode ends up with you know Arcana uh, loses his dark magician and then Yami does some like clever shit that. Uh, results in he summons his magician and like fucks up Arcana, um, and then the episode ends. Yeah. Cool. Uh, do we want to do our little Queens of Games segment now no. or after the next? I one? mean, I I don't have anything to talk about really. I don't really either. I have. I do want to mention that I've been watching gameplay of Sekiro um, because it's pretty, and I like to look at the architecture. Um, I need to play that. And the, it, the but... music is good, and it's 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 fun. Um, and I know Max talked about it last episode, uh, but that's it. Um, yeah, episode sixty-one named yeah. Black Magic of the Soul for Master us. Master Magicians Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not as exciting. It's it's a common. Good. It's a common. This is a running theme, theme on the. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, um, we yeah, had so, different titles for a multi-part duel exactly once, and I guess they just gave up on that. And that one time was very good. Um, yeah, so uh, we we ended last episode with Dark Magician attacks Arcana directly. The buzzsaw like moves way fucking closer to Arcana. Arcana is fucking loving this. Um, just like laughing maniacally, having hard. so much fun. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, anyway, the monster. Okay, for for me, the monster that he summons is called Killer Tomato. We get missed. Yeah, tomato. we got that too. Oh, it wasn't called Killer Tomato. Sorry, it kind of felt like it was called Killer Tomato. It looks like a pumpkin, though. Yeah, it that does was look like a pumpkin. <laughs> we were like, "Excuse me, have you seen vegetables? <laughs> Veggie Tales would be outraged." The, the card art. It, I mean, it looks like a tomato, but then he plays it, and it, it looks like a pumpkin. I mean, it's... we can reveal to you that there is a card that is called, like, Pumpkin, the King of Games, and it's a giant pumpkin. It's Pumpkin, the King of Ghosts, please. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I fucked up. Pumpkin, the King of Ghosts. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, so after summoning Killer Tomato in defense position, I just, I just, the line, I summon Killer Tomato in defense position is the... Yeah. It's a it's a beautiful piece of dialogue, like absolute art. Um, so um, after I, that, just, um, just one just one quick thing, side thing. Um, we we get a cutaway to Taya and Gramps. They're still searching for Yugi. Uh, and I only point this out. Uh, otherwise, it's pretty uninteresting. But they are around like a bunch of food trucks, and you can hear guys yelling about hot dogs and stuff. I thought that was funny. Hot Thank dogs. you, four kids. Hot the hot dogs. Here. Um. Hot yeah. Dogs. <laughs> Um, Pandora manages to get his Dark Magician on the field this turn, and like, mm, yeah, so you know it's evil because like he's brown and he's got red robes, and yeah. it's not racist at all. Mm. Um, yeah, like, I don't really want to talk about it, it's just, ugh, it just sucks, and that's it. Um, the duel kind of like continues, like, because they're both like, do are magician focused and like have magic themes to their dueling style they end up like setting a fuck ton of like trap and magic cards face down and they kind of have this like 
um, yeah. like trap card yeah, this off is, this thing. This is a really uh, fun exchange. So like yeah. Arcana is copying Yugi move for move, and they both place four cards face down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and Arcana pl- uh, makes the first move. He turns over the mystical guillotine. He's going to chop off the Dark Magician's head. I do think this is very appropriate, since Yami is, like, technically royalty. I suppose so. Um, but he's fine. He understands that capitalism is bad. Um, <laughs> thanks to Joey. Your um, Dark Magician's about to be cut from the show! <laughs> God. Um, this kind of, the trap-off, like, basically ends with the the two, like, the, each trap, like, negates the other one, and it's quite, yeah. like, quick-fire. Um, yeah, in the it's end, fun. Uh, Yami plays magical hats to save from the guillotine, and then Arcana plays a thousand knives, very fitting because he is Dio, <gasps> uh, which destroys the hat. Think about that. And, <laughs> um, and then Yugi plays Curse Breaker to get rid of the thousand knives, I guess. Uh, and then their dark magicians attack each other, and they both die. And they both re- use reborn the monster to bring them back. So it was back to yeah. square one. It's really fun because there's this like kind of split screen of the dark magicians, like both dying and then both getting reborn, just like at the exact same time. Yeah. Um, uh, then Yami has a whole thing of like, oh, huh, you're actually like pretty good at dueling. I kind of respect you as a magician user. Um. Then we get Ar- Arcana's fucking tragic backstory, which yeah. I don't like and don't care about and don't <laughs> it, want to stupid. explain. Yeah. Well, I'll explain it, I guess. Uh, so he takes off his mask and we don't get to see it, but he's horribly scarred. So he used to be the best magician ever, uh-huh. the best since Harry Houdini himself. Uh, so during one of his routine escape things, uh, the box he was chained up in exploded for some reason. Um, and he got horribly scarred and he had bandages all over his face and he drove away his assistant and the woman he loved Catherine uh and then Merrick came up and was like hey I could get Catherine back if you work for me and then that's how we got here yeah yeah oh you know the sequence itself is bad however uh in the sub there is this like sensual saxophone solo playing behind it which is very good Um, <laughs> I lost my career and my movie star. Good looks that day when I lost Catherine's love. <laughs> I can't remember how it went, but I may, it might have been something like that. And my saxophone impersonation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's. Uh, there's just some really awful, awful animation of Arcana that I hate to see and look at. Um, yeah. But it's fine because like he sounds great um, to me. Um, we I don't know if you guys have this, but he keeps talking about how he wants to go to France with his Catherine. No, we don't like, get that. Like, oh, we'll go back specific. to Paris. It'll be fine. I'll get you back. And we'll go to Paris like we always wanted. Yeah, um, we don't get anything about Paris. It's just he wants to be Why do Paris. villains always want Paris? It's the city of love. Um, so but Catherine is apparently her silhouette is behind a curtain. And when Arcana wins the duel, he'll get Catherine back. So she's just waiting there. She's just sitting there waiting for him. Uh, yeah. Not saying anything. Yeah, it's almost. she's almost still as a marionette. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> ah, strange. What? Um, yeah, uh, after this kind of backstory stuff, we then cut to uh, 
uh, Taya and Grandpa who are searching for Yugi. Then we also cut to uh, Kaiba and Wimokuba who are also searching, but like using technology. Yeah, Yugi's um, still off the grid. Um, so Kaiba's like, well, they must be dueling in a place with its own in- internal dueling system that is compatible with the Kaiba Corp network. So search for all any networks in the city that refuse to identify themselves to us. And then I guess we'll find the right one. Uh, it, it doesn't really make any sense. I just wrote down the word technobabble in my notes. Like, that's it. I find him. Yeah, pretty what? much. Um, we go back to the duel. Um, there's, like, some trap card stuff, um, which basically, for me, anyway, results in Dark Magician getting crucified on yes. a cross. Yeah. Yes. Do you guys yeah. get the cross? I, yeah. there, I don't think there was really any way for them to censor it because they didn't like, censor it this time. Finally, it. four kids have been forced to show the crucifixion metaphor they always deserved. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, as, uh, this is at least the third time this show has made heavy use of crucifixion imagery, and finally, it's not censored. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, the brown dark magician is able to attack Yugi's life points directly. Um, and like all his life points get fucking destroyed. Um, there's a wee cut, uh, which is relevant. Uh, there's a wee cut away to uh, Yugi's crucified dark magician, like looking really, really worried about him as like his yeah. saw moves closer. Um I do want to point out that uh, Arcana, aka Dio, the good voice actor, yells "Showtime" in English. Um, he's <laughs> yells "Showtime!" The deadly buzzsaw approaches you, and I just fucking love Dio. Um, did I mention <laughs> I love this voice actor? No. Um, <laughs> outside, we cut to uh, Taya and Grandpa, and they're really tired from searching. Um, they see Mokuba, and Mokuba's like, oh, hey guys, I know where Yugi is, let's go find him. Um, he calls, just very important, he does call his brother Kaiba. He doesn't call him Seto or, or Big Brother. He calls him his own brother Kaiba. <laughs> I demand so, you all refer to me only as McClintock from now on. Got it. <laughs> no! <laughs> Please. Um, yeah, back in the duel, um, Arcana summons Killer Doll, which is just fucking Chucky. Um, Yeah, it's the Doll of Demise. So, um, it's holding, like, an axe and knives on the card art, and we do get to see this in the dub, but then when he summons it, they're covered up with, like, grey sparkly bits. Like, (laughs) you didn't censor the card art, but you did censor the monster itself. Like, I I don't even see the point. (laughs) Come on, four kids, commit to the bit. Lazy. Um, yeah. Um, then this is like kind of the uh, peak of this duel, I guess, where Arkana has a whole speech about like ectoplasm and how he can sacrifice one of his monsters and turn it into ectoplasm and then just like fire it at his opponent um, and like attack him directly. Um, yeah, so he, he plays the spell card called Ectoplasmer, which does that thing. And then, I mean, he's talking, he's doing the thing where he's like, yeah, cards are just the weapons. They're just a means to an end. You just use them. Uh, and it doesn't matter if you have to sacrifice them. So what? You know, you win the he, duel, whatever. And Yugi's the, obviously insulted. Yeah. The, like, specific word that he uses 
uh, and you know, shout out to uh, uh, host of the show Max. The specific word he uses is he says, "You've got to be heartless towards your minions." <laughs> God. Yeah, uh, he says in battle, monsters respond best to fear. You have to make certain that they are afraid of you. You'll never command their respect with kindness and trust. Uh, and his dark magician is like looking back at Arcana and like sweating, like. Well, uh, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, so first of all, he uh, he kills Chucky um, and like fires Chucky at Yugi and takes like pretty much all his life points. Um, the buzzsaw, uh, you know, comes closer to his leggies. Um, he's about to be two feet shorter again. <laughs> again. Um, well, you know, because yeah, he grows about- and shrinks two feet every time okay. he changes. His yeah, he's about to lose his two feet. He's my oh, no. <laughs> <clears throat> Can we title this episode? Yuki loses two feet. <laughs> Finally, we have come full circle. <laughs> um, yeah, we, this, I can't remember what episode of ours earlier is called Yami Grows Two Feet, I think. Master of Magicians um, Part 3. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, so yeah, the, the end, this, this, the, fuck. Um, the end of this episode is that Arcana, like, uh, as Yugi's there with, like, fucking no life points, um, Arcana, like, kills his own magi- magician, fires it at Yugi, there's a moment where we're like, oh, fucking shit, he's gonna die, but then, uh, Yugi's own dark magician, uh, like, comes off of the cross, like, turns into a light. flies out, yeah. Um, and just, like, kills himself in order pr- to protect Yugi. Um, yeah, because he loves so, him so much. Uh, well, the thing is, well, yes, that is it uh, canonically, but also uh, ectoplasma affects all. Like, if there are multiple copies of the same card on the field, even if they're on opposite sides, it will affect all of them. Uh, so it also happened to Yugi's Dark Magician, so it canceled out. But uh, yes, it's just out of Dark Magician's love for him. I mean, you know, there, there, there's apparently there's rules in these games, but we all know it's just the part of love. Yeah, there are rules. They're just an excuse to uh, make for very emotional moments. Yeah, like and this. that's writing, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so it, we have reached the end of this episode, and during, I think, our break, uh, I mean, I guess I could do my usual and rate a wee Pokemon here. Uh, yeah, sure, um, let's do that. Sally and Emily, uh, would you like to join me in rating and reviewing this Pokemon? Yeah. yeah. Are you going to send it to it? Uh, go to the safe. Robot Masters channel in the Discord server. We oh, are looking at Masters number 405, team. Luxray. It is a Gen 4 Pokemon. Lux, right? What is it? I can't. Oh, it says ele- okay. It says electric. Um, eyes gleam gold. It can spot hiding prey, even those taking shelter behind a wall. That's what it looks oh, like. This Pokemon was my shit. Whenever whichever game they appeared in, this was my favorite one. Diamond girl, like a lion. Um, yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, fuck yeah, and it's electric, which is always you know that's the OG like Pikachu, you know. That's the OG Pikachu. No. I don't think Emily ever engaged with Pokemon. Pikachu is a mouse. No, Pikachu is an electric Pokemon. Oh, oh, so I like, did know that. Yeah, it's just like a little, you know, nostalgia in the brain. Okay, whatever. at least Got for it. me. Got I want to speak for the entire Pokemon fandom. Well, <laughs> see, the thing is, Pikachu is a mouse. This is a cat. So this is, uh, I mean, just better. It just could eat Pikachu. P- yeah, yeah, just eats Pikachu. Oh. 
I mean, yeah, as Pikachu deserves. <laughs> I I'm take it you can rate Pikachu I, I, very highly. I, I don't. I don't believe that about Pikachu. We have not on this podcast. We have not rated Pikachu. Um, but I, I do. I do want to say that this. There's nothing about this Pokemon that like really sparks. Eh? To quote Marie Kondo, uh. joy in me. Oh. I mean, it, it's nice. I I like to see it. It's very cute. I love cats, but it doesn't quite have that like je ne sais quoi that you yeah. know some no, of the I, other I Pokemon that. we've seen. Yeah, it is kind of have. a middle of the road Pokemon. So, uh, like, I can. I mean, it's not made of slime or cum or ectoplasm or anything like that. So it does. It can go above two point five, but. 2.5 is all I can really give it, I'm afraid. Um, I'm sorry, Luxray. I feel like you deserve better, but, like, you're no skitty, is all I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Like, he's a good boy, but, like, you know, it, uh, unless you're, like, really into what uh, he's serving out, he's just kind of average. Yeah, he's got a good color scheme. I feel like that's a pride flag for a gender I don't know about. Yeah, yeah, um, like, yeah he's not just yellow like most electric pokemon he's like blue and black and i, I do like that like it's, uh, a, it's a nice uh to set him apart from the rest of most other electric pokemon you're giving him a 2.5 out of what though uh five, five. okay oh okay <laughs> that was right in the middle i was like dang yeah that's nah, not nah. really middle of the road <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm not that harsh um oh he's pointy and i like that so i give him four <laughs> okay fair <laughs> um all right Pretty so the, the... <laughs> okay to, okay you know what i am re-evaluating my decisions now because he does have like a little shuriken as a tail yeah exactly um i so saw that <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna bring him up to 2.8 out of five okay <laughs> all right <laughs> nice nice <laughs> Nice, nice. Um, okay, so uh, our next episode is for me anyway. Episode sixty-two: Magician's Student, Dark Magician Girl. Oh, that sort of gives it all away, don't yeah. you think? Spoilery <laughs> titles be like that. Um, yeah, so... that's one thing about the subtitles—not the subtitles, but the titles <laughs> of the episodes in the sub—that is, they do tend to kind of spoil the big twist of the episodes. <laughs> Yeah, wait, subtitles are already a thing. I was wondering why you were explaining that, but I guess that subtitles are the words we read on the... Okay, that's what sub yeah. is short for. Fuck. Okay, got there. Anyway, uh, the episode starts out uh, kind of, you know, jumping off from the end of last episode, and, you know, down from the cross, Dark Magician sacrifices himself for our sins and saves our protagonist from death by Buzzsaw. Um, Just like the Bible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I learned about this exact thing in church <laughs> growing up. Um, yeah, um, there's a wee sequence of Arcana thinking about like his GF who's behind the curtain. Just You've already just... lost by putting your trust in a scoundrel like Merrick. True, very true. <laughs> um, yeah, Pandora is like, okay, well, I've lost one dark magician, but I've still got two more in my- Sorry, Arcana is like, I've lost one dark magician, but I've still got two more in my deck, and Yu has none, so I'm fucking Gucci. Um, the, we get my 
favorite dialogue in the entirety of these episodes, uh, which is Yugi says, "You killed you you killed your dark magician. You should be hearing his screams of betrayal right now." And Pandora says, "The only thing I hear is the sound of a buzzsaw waiting to cut you up." <laughs> it's we do kind of get that. He, uh, Yugi says something, and Narcana's like, hmm, "I can't hear you over the hum of the dark energy disc." Yeah, we didn't really get that. <laughs> I love this anime. <laughs> um, yeah, like, he just kind of, like, monologues for a while, like, oh, you only have 700 life points left, and when they reach zero, the buzzsaw will slice you, blah, blah, blah. I just, I wrote down a lot of what he said because he's voiced by Dio, and I love that. <laughs> um, and Yami just, like, looks really fucking done with everything, uh, and just like continues dueling. Um, there's some other stuff I wasn't paying attention until the special skeleton comes up. Yes. Does anything at all notable happen before the special curtain skeleton appears? No, absolutely okay. nothing. There's a special curtain skeleton appears. Uh, Brian Dark Magician comes out of it. Yeah, it opens up its rib cage and Dark Magician pops out. I mean, it's a fun set piece. I'd use it in a show personally. Yeah, it is fun. Um, uh, and he also plays anti-magic arrows to just nullify the two cards that Yami has face down on the field. So yeah. Yami's defenseless. Yeah, we have a thing, you know, he's up at Jewel Creek without a trap card. Um, mm. Yeah. Nailed and it. so, you know, what's about to happen is apparently that, like, uh, the Dark Magician is about to attack him and he's just going to die. But wait! Um... You know, Arcana's Dark Magician isn't the only Dark Magician or Magician who can use the special skeleton curtain to come onto the field. Um, and then we get, this is our introduction for possibly one of my favourite cards. I love her. Um, she has, like, funky music playing and a special intro sequence. Um, Yami, you know, Yami sipping that respect woman juice by being like, <laughs> I have a magician. Girl! Um, but not woman. Yeah, it's just a girl. Not woman. <laughs> like it is. Like I, I, like I. It probably should be mentioned that this is like this character is abhorrently sexualized by like yeah. merchandising. Mm -hmm. Um, it's awful to see. Um, just ugh, I, I, like I hate to see that. But I, I, I love her herself. Um, and yeah, she she's just kind of cute here. Like she's not really. She is kind of drawn a little uh, weird, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, hmm? I'm not bad. I'm just drawn this way. <laughs> oh, she says. I don't know. Oh, never seen that. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn this way. Yeah, anyway, that wasn't totally relevant. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. She is. A, she's just drawn that way. Yeah. Um, so she comes on, she has like 2,000 attack points um, and uh, Arcana's like, okay, well, I've got a Dark Magician with 2,500 attack points, so I'm going to attack you anyway. Um, but um, she actually, 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 no, she wins because she's cool and awesome. Um, and also because she gets 300 extra attack points for every dead Dark Magician. Um, Including the they, ones from Arcana's deck. Exactly. 
Um, Arcana has a thing where he's like, wait, wait a second, like, surely you've only one Dark Magician in your graveyard, uh, and Yugi's like, uh, nah, bitch, uh, your Dark Magician also powers her up, because your Dark Magician doesn't like you anymore, because yeah. you're a bitch to it. Mm. Um, there's just, like, this real funny shot of, um, uh, Arcana's Dark Magician, like, as a ghost, like, just kind of glaring at him. Yeah, nice. like it has its back turned to him and then it looks back over its shoulder like, yeah, I'm working for Yugi now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Dark Magician girl kills Arcana dead for real and I guess, I guess, like, sexism is over, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Solved it. Nailed Fucking it. Fucking solved it. <laughs> um... The the next scene is of like the whole squad who've been out looking for Yugi like arrive at the place where he's jailing. Um downstairs is like a little sequence where uh Yami shouts at Arcana for just like being a dick and like being mean to his cards. Um for for me the line that Yami says is Pandora, your own cruel ritual awaits you. And like Yami's basically just like here ready to watch this guy get his legs chopped off by a buzzsaw. <laughs> yeah. Um, he he does have a line like in the episode before this where he's like, I gave you a a, a chance to like end the duel and just stop this madness, but you leave me no choice. Uh, I'll I have to make you lose it all or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and um, here he says, "It looks like you led me all the way down here for the sole purpose of losing at your own demented game. You you brought me all the way here just to waste my time. I can't believe, <laughs> idiot." Yeah, yeah, that tracks. I mean, it's pretty raw. I I do like when Yami's just into torture. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I do. Do you actually want to give a shot, brief shout out to that like pro Z vine about like don't kink shame me? It's good. Oh, yeah. We'll link it in chat. <laughs> um, don't kink shame me. Kink shame me. There's a shot of like uh, Taya and everyone outside the door to the Pandora's room, to the torture room. Uh, Taya like listens at the door and he's just like, hears the noise of the buzzsaw and it's like what's that noise what's going on yeah. in here um yeah so the the buzzsaw is about to chop off arcana's legs um like i got some really really amazing voice acting can, can i have i mentioned that i get some really amazing voice acting from dio <laughs> just like some great screams <laughs> and stuff like that uh and then yeah. he's just like ha, ha, just kidding i've got a key hidden up my sleeve yeah. and i can get out of these manacles anytime i like uh yeah uh but then merrick uh contacts him through his cell phone uh and says no you can't actually you betrayed your end of the deal so uh that key is fake actually and he makes arcana unable to see the the key that's in his hand yeah like like you know takes control of brain and then just highlight key erase um (laughs) And it's like, bitch, you have to face the consequences of this duel. Um, you gotta gotta get your legs chopped off. Um out kinda outside of Arcana's mind palace, uh Yami's just like calmly watching him scream as the buzzsaw comes closer <laughs> to cut his legs off. But Lil Yugi is not gonna stand for this. Yeah, he unlocks himself and then he dives across the dueling pit to unlock Arcana and they 
make it out just in time. Yeah. Um, Arcana is saved, but like after he gets saved, he just like becomes completely obsessed with his GF behind the curtain. Um, uh, you know, unlike he was before. <laughs> yeah, true. But I mean, like, he doesn't even say thank you to Yugi. Like, he's so fucking rude. Yeah. He's rude what as a hell. bitch. and he he tears down the curtain and starts hugging his waifu but then uh it's revealed that it's actually a real doll uh and he's been tricked actually a fucking body pillow he bought off ebay (laughs) (laughs) is hiding the real catherine to surprise me with later oh really we don't even get that he just he's convinced (laughs) that's that's the real catherine oh Oh, disturbing And like he just gets real creepy with it. Like I, I'm, I'm assuming this is because like Marek has taken over his brain and it doesn't work or something. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, almost having your legs chopped off is pretty traumatizing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. right headspace to be confronted yeah. with a lifelike mannequin of your oh, yeah. last girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, it's not very uh, lifelike. It's just like a mannequin. You'd see it like the gap or something you know it's <laughs> happened to that kid in the umbrella academy right Emily, yeah. why don't you say something so good yeah so yeah uh i kind of just goes phil dolores on us here um <laughs> but then uh marik like takes over his body and gives us a lore dump essentially we get like 10 right. minutes of just saying the same thing over and over again about how he wants the god cards and the millennium items and that he's gonna steal the pharaoh's power that's like he that's basically all he says and yeah. it's like half the episode like yeah i think like the there, there's like some new things about like the new things we get is that we find out that Marek is part of like an ancient egyptian family line here supposed to protect the tomb of the pharaoh and the millennium items and the god cards i'm going to wear and that Marek said, fuck that, I hate being part of an ancient Egyptian family who's supposed to protect them, because, like, apparently, like, you get forced to live in a tomb your whole life and, like, pressured <laughs> into dying for some ancient bullshit. Uh, yeah, so Marek said, fuck that, I'm gonna it's be like a high school musical. <laughs> I don't, I don't I, know that much about the plot of high school musical, I've, but I don't think that's it. He's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna chase your dreams, dad, I'm gonna chase my own dreams. Of basketball? <laughs> Yeah, so instead of basketball, singing. It's taking over But the he world. does also like basketball, doesn't he? Yeah, it's a metaphor for bisexuality. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm okay with it. I mean, yeah, that, that tracks. I mean, Marek is definitely not straight. Like, have you seen he him? He does. Yeah, he was giving off some powerful queer vibes. Yeah, yeah especially yeah, when he disrobed like, randomly. Oh, yeah, and he's got the tats. <laughs> yeah, back tattoos. We were like, okay. All right. Sure. Yeah, sure, Jam. Yeah, and and it, I, it's weird, but I I've been trying to think about how to like bring in like a kind of got to get your head in the game reference to fucking Yu Gi Oh, and like somehow I can't actually find a way right now, which is it seems like wild. you could just say it and it would fit. Yeah, get your head in the game, Yu Gi Oh, Yu Gi. I mean. feel like that's they probably said that word for word on Yu Gi Oh at some point. Like, gotta get your head in the game. Or get your heart in the game. Get your heart in the cards. Get your heart heart in the cards. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. there we go. Look, perfect. trust in the heart of the cards. Is that like the whole theme of the show? Yeah. He's good at dueling because he loves his cards. Yes. That's so good and powerful. Yeah, Yeah, it's like like Pokemon where like 
Ash wins because he's friends with his Pokemon. Like he, you know, he loves his Pokemon and they love him and they have a mutual trust and bond. And that makes them more powerful than other people that may have like in a strict numbers game might have an advantage over them. That's very tender. I really, I'm really into that. Good monster discourse too. Yeah. Because, because they're called monster cards. I know, that was interesting. I was not mm. expecting Yeah. Well, there's um, also spell cards and uh, trap cards. And he loves those just <laughs> as much. Yeah, he loves them too, even though they're uh, usually inanimate objects. I mean, like, I do, like, every time I, like, use my tarot deck, I'm like, oh shit, this is just like Yu-Gi-Oh! Because, like, you're supposed to, like, trust in your cards and trust that they will give you, the, like, the card and, like, the right answer for the situation you're in right then and that's literally how fucking tarot cards work is using the heart of the cards um and bakura uses a, a dual monsters deck to do tarot so it's it all ties everything together. is connected it's like poetry it rhymes mm. oh yeah uh, uh also the um, extra lore i guess we get in the sub is that um Marek is like talking about the the tablet of the fairies' memories and stuff, and like this is how uh, Lil Yugi finds out that the reason Yami is dealing is to get his memories back. Um, and there's like a little moment where like for like half a second Yugi is like a little bit torn, and then immediately like just throws down uh, with Yami and decides that like it's worth moving forward at the risk of losing Yami forever. And like he's like, well, I, I'm gonna help him find his memories. Fuck yeah! Uh, and like tells yeah, Marek to fuck off. I don't. I don't, I don't think we get it, but get that. Uh, we definitely don't get a thing about the Pharaoh's tablet. Um, yeah. But also, I was barely paying attention at this point. Because <laughs> it, it, it was just, it was all that, just the same stuff that we've heard. It was before. just, it was just so much fucking lore. Um, yeah, we do, the last thing he says, the last thing Mark says is like, tells him to beware the silent puppet, um, which is a jewel that we're going to get in like three or four episodes time, which is very good. Yeah, um, he says to us, "Beware the quiet one." But yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that sounds more familiar. Um, and yeah, then Varric leaves, and like all of Yugi's friends bust in. Um, I'm like, that's about it. I kind of it like they came in, and then like they just found him. I kind of you know I sort of expected throughout these three episodes when we keep cutting back to them searching for him that it would like be relevant or do anything or like help with the plot of the episode but I was expect I, I thought too much of Yu-Gi-Oh there for a second and- yeah that's just kind of the <laughs> end of the episode uh, that's the end of my notes at least yeah um, we do cut back to Marek in his lair and he like makes some evil plans for the rest of the season uh, it doesn't actually matter anything what he said because we just get to see it um, mm-hmm. But the good thing we do get to see is that, like, he takes off his robe and he's got like a full back tattoo, um, uh, yeah, which is sweet. Is it's a pretty sick tattoo, and it's like the first time we've seen it. Um, we also see him go to like this giant air hockey table looking thing <laughs> and getting out his god. It looks like an air hockey table, and that's where he keeps the sun god Ra card. Um, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah. <sighs> We did it, folks. Uh, folks sure did. did wow. That was a good set of episodes. I really like them. Yeah. Uh, um, so are most duels not like that? Is there is that like more magic than you typically see? 
Hmm? Um, what do you mean more ma- that was there was no magic involved in that that was just a normal duel. <laughs> that yeah that was pretty much that was like a low like a low amount of supernatural stuff happening like oh weird um it was so many that's... things had the word magic in them. yeah well, like... well yeah but they're just magic cards and they were they're magicians and they're talking about magic tricks and stuff so it's just they're saying a lot of it yeah. Um, yeah. So this is kind of where we usually do questions. I didn't ask for questions because I thought you guys mm. might have some questions for us. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I've mostly aired mine. Um, what other questions do I have? Do, do, okay. So his friends are Grandpa. Is Gatea yeah. the love interest or like? Yes. Oh. The, she's the love interest for both Yugi and Yami. Nope, don't like that. Don't Actually, like that. Hate that. Ew. So Yu-Gi-Oh is now cancelled, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then there's Tristan, who's useless, and yeah. Joey, who's off-screen, but I assume is, like, another rival. Uh, no, he's Yugi's best friend. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, they're, they're closer Sweet. than brothers, uh, I think you'll find. Uh, and Joey <laughs> has... It's a shame you didn't get to see him because, like, his voice acting in the dub is legendary. His Brooklyn accent, iconic. There's I thought nothing Tristan like it. had a Brooklyn accent. That was incredible. We were like, "What? Maybe that was Joey." I don't know. Oh, I don't. No, I don't think Joey, Joey shows up in the dub. I don't think he's here, actually. No, because I thought like the very beginning, like with the girl and grandpa. There's some mm-hmm, homeboy. Was... Oh. Oh yeah, didn't he run oh, off? They were like, yeah, 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 yeah. I think they might be talking to Joey about. Uh, yeah, Esper, he, the he was the one with the Brooklyn accent. Yeah. Oh man, that's yeah. pretty incredible. Maybe yeah, he, Joey is blonde and he's wearing like a, a white shirt with yeah, like, yeah, a yeah. stripe on it. Yeah. Um, and then there's the rival Kaiba and his little brother, and is that like pretty much our main cast of characters? Like, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, you know, I guess there's also like. Bakura and Duke Devlin who don't really show up um, at the <laughs> moment. Like they'll come back later in the season and do some stuff, but they're not here for these few episodes. Um, and they're very good. Um, one's a boy, wee boy who gets frequently possessed, and the other's just like a dice guy and has <laughs> a British accent. The the wee boy. The wee boy, of course. Um, so how did Yugi that? end up with the? Pharaoh. Yeah, so Jumanji, does he find it under the couch? So uh, his grandpa uh, was a, a grave robber, a tomb robber. What? Uh, <laughs> and, no, he's like an archaeologist, I guess. Uh, and he, Good he thing got, though. yeah, on a trip to Egypt, he found the Millennium Puzzle, and then Yugi put it together over the course of like eight years or something, and then uh, that's when. He like got in contact with the pharaoh. Yeah, the sort of the whole thing is like you know it's a real hard puzzle and like you've got to be special to solve it. Um, and kind of like the puzzle, um, there's like a wee bit of thing where the puzzle can like if the puzzle doesn't like you, it won't let you solve it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, and then it turns out that the puzzle does like Yugi and like wants him to solve it and stuff. Um, and then the like kind of ghost, I guess, that's trapped in the puzzle, like. Um, at first kind of possesses Yugi and, like, makes him do sort of horrible things to people. Um, 
watch and then he ends up <laughs> befriending it um like they're best friends now and they're inseparable yes. and they love each other okay we skimmed it. we skimmed over some interest <laughs> so what's the deal with the monsters you said they're like holograms what does yeah. that mean so the the dual discs that they wear on their arms and put all their cards on have little mobile hologram projectors that they oh. shoot out. So okay. the <laughs> yeah, the it's just an excuse to have the big monsters on the field and do the things. But also the dual discs also like simulate the the like the look and feel and even the smell of the monsters and somehow generate like wind and like just blasts and stuff like it's it's very strange the 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 line between if these are holograms that are just like like fancy light shows or if these are actually like affecting reality is very blurred at times and people will get injured from the holograms Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes it's not even like oh my god, the hologram has become solid. It's magic now. It's just like Holograms can do that, apparently. Um, like, a hologram can kill you in Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, Rough. Yeah. It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, I mean, we've all been there, so <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> that's how it is on this bitch of a domino city. <laughs> um, that's all my questions. Yeah, I feel like I have so many. I should just watch Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> <laughs> You should watch Yu-Gi-Oh. I mean, you. I, I'm like this is. I mean, I'm not gonna not say to watch Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm sorry. I mean, no, don't apologize. I'm contractually I... obligated by my boss, Seto Kaiba, Kaiba, to tell you to watch Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, like I, I would say that, like, um, you know, throughout all its ups and downs, uh, and like you know, like, th- shitty bits as there are, like, the whole kind of thread that they have about, like, friendship is very good and wholesome to me. And, mm. like, just also, if you watch the dub, you get just some great puns and shitty jokes that are, like, <laughs> just very beautiful. Uh, yeah, and, and then it still have yeah. a lot of the emotional moments. Like, it, it still kind of is is very resonant. Yeah, it's it's, like... I started watching Yu-Gi-Oh! like ironically because I was like, oh, this is funny and bad. And then like two and a half like a season and a half later, I was like, mm, actually this this is good and I'm heavily yeah. invested in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I can't I can't claim to be watching this ironically anymore. I will throw it on for this show. I love it. Yes. Yeah. I think that's pretty much all of us. Um <laughs> That that's my Yu-Gi-Oh experience. Um okay, so uh podcast end of things. Um we do have a segment called um, Insert Stinger Here. You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Two Um, Called Beyond Toon World. Um, and you, you know, um, you may have heard me mention uh, Dio several, uh, just a few times during this episode. Um, Dio, for those of you who may not know, is a character from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure who's very famous for saying, Zawardo! Um, <laughs> uh, 
um, and for throwing knives at people and for just generally being good and gay and a vampire and great. Um, the, the you know his voice actor also who, that, that's who voiced Pandora in uh, the Japanese here. Uh, um, but I don't know anything. I don't actually know anything else that he's done. Uh, um, in English, uh, the voice actor is Sam Regal. I'm just going to yeah, go to the can... Wikipedia like notable credits section. He was in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2003 as Donatello. Face yeah, Day yeah, Night this... as uh, Shiro Emiya. Paranoia Agent as Lil Slugger. The Amazing Spider-Man game uh, 1 and 2 as Peter Parker. I'm actually incredibly, incredibly familiar with Sam Regal, and not because of any voice acting shit, it's because he's on Critical Role. Um, oh. Which is a thing that I watch um internet D show it's basically the thing that like sells D these days um okay. they're kind of D's like poster show um like they've got millions of fucking listeners they had that fucking kickstarter that got like mega funded within like three hours um yeah, I saw that. um yeah uh sam regal also voices the racist paradox brother um and oh. he does uh season one rex raptor um, he doesn't yeah, do Rex Raptor after that. Yeah, no, someone different voices Rex Raptor in season four. Because I was okay. I was listening and I was like expecting to hear the very familiar voice of like Scanlan Shorthold from Critical Role, and I was like, who the fuck is this? This isn't Sam. Um, oh, he's the same voice for one of his characters in that. It's just like it just sounded. It just every time. And I remember watching this duel, and I just heard, oh, I just could goodness. hear like his critical role car- character, and I was like, what? he doesn't even do the same voice. I just like that show is so fucking long. Like each episode is like four hours long. It's like the perfect depression show. Uh, um. So I've just heard a lot of his voice, and I was like, holy shit! Oh, there uh, he is. Apparently, he was also the first voice of Tristan. So the one that like the Barney the dinosaur sounding motherfucker. That's Sam Regal. Yeah, that sounds, sounds like, like this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Um but yeah. Um he like does a lot, but I don't really like I don't really whatever his other voice acting credits are, I'm just like whatever. Um and that's beyond Toon World, I guess. Um so um did what think at the end of episode things, what do we do? Okay, yes, you can find this podcast at podofgreed.tumblr.com uh, send us questions there and stuff or if you want to do more general interactions you, go, you can go to Twitter which is pod of greedcast um, at pod of greedcast uh, and if you want to kind of like come uh, roll around in the dirt um, with us hosts and our little Yu-Gi-Oh community, community that we've built on the internet here then you should join our Discord uh, of which there will be a link in the description uh, I have been uh, Sarah uh, you can find me on Twitter at Sarah McCostumes <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. That's how I end sentences now. You're my favorite person in the whole world. Argyle, <laughs> <laughs> okay, who are you? And then we'll let ah, um, yes. Sally and Emily okay. call themselves. Yeah, I'm Argyle. You can find me on Twitter. I am at Argyle underscore funk. Uh, I was also formerly on a podcast called Extra Credit. It is about bad things from the internet. That is at T-H-E-F-M-I-N dot U-S. And even though I am not, I am no longer on it, it is still a good podcast and you should listen to it.
Yeah. And if our listeners want to come and find you talking about something that you actually know a lot about and can say <laughs> a lot of very, very good things about instead of just being mainly confused, uh, although I like confusion is very refreshing. It kind of reminded me how much of a buck wild show this is. <laughs> um, oh, where... <laughs> where can people find you? Um, so we we are Everybody Hates Rand. It's a Wheel of Time podcast that you can find at a lot of places like iTunes and Spotify and YouTube. You can also find it at everybodyhatesrand.com. We are on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. With every, It's either EHR underscore podcast or Everybody Hates Rand. We're pretty easy to find. It's a pretty common, not very common title, I should say. So if you're interested in Wheel of Time, you like Wheel of Time, you hate rant like we do kind of you can come and check us out we would love to hear from you you can talk to us on the internet as well whatever you want so yeah well, thank you guys so much for having us this has been enlightening yeah that's the, the word i was gonna use <laughs> <laughs> um well thank you for coming on um yeah. yeah i thought this would be a bit of a different one um and yeah th- thank thank thanks thanks yeah thanks for coming on y'all it was uh it was a great time uh it's always nice to have guests. I'm not on very many of the guest episodes, so it's nice to be on one for once. <laughs> woo woo! Thanks um, for having us. Yeah, we are not fucking doing Norman Reedus. I refuse to do it ever again. Uh-huh. So no, no, I'm not. Why, not? Why aren't we doing? No, it? I. It, I, I mean, started I Norman like, Reedus. I don't I, like it either, and I, I have never done it. But like, I mean, it's a tradition. I, well, do you want to fucking do it now? No. I've lost the pin. I can't. I'll never I can't. do it. I'm gonna do it. Nobody's doing it. We're not doing it. Yeah, I, we're not in, doing I end my podcast. Goodbye. I put myself Good face night. down. Yeah, me too. <laughs>